This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. Welcome to our second hour of the program today. And we're glad to have you here. And thank you to Baylor Scott and White for uh, the sponsorship for yet another year. Long time sponsor. And we do appreciate that very, very much. Um, so with all of that said, we're ready to get the uh, program underway. Uh, let me see. I have the wrong thing pulled up here. I've laid something aside. Let me look. It is time for us to do our SPCA of Texas report. And that is not where I can find it. That's interesting. It's very interesting because it was just here. So um, what I, uh, really strange, I'll go to my email and do it from that. Just bear with me. If you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you. We need some calls, and uh, the phone number is toll-free anywhere that you can hear me, and that is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And my uh, computer is even locked up on me now. That's, the whole thing has gone amuck on me. So let's uh, tell you what let's do. Let me, uh, there we go. Now we have it. And uh, today's SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week is beautiful. That's all there is to it. I have her information here. Now we're ready. This is Missy. She is just a puppet, less than a year old. And uh, let me enlarge the font on this. I did that when I printed it, but now I need to do it so I can read it here. Just a puppet less than a year, Missy is an adorable mixture of German Shepherd and Australian Cattle Dog. While she is little now, she's expected to grow into a medium-sized dog. She's mostly black with tan fur below and above her eyes with white hair on her snoot. Missy is a bit shy of people at first. She enjoys the company of other pups. She might be a great choice for a second dog. And potential adopters are welcome to bring their dog in for a meet-and-greet, see how they get along. She would thrive in a calm and quiet home, and is recommended that she not be placed in a home with children under age 10. A uh, potential home for Missy should also come equipped with a securely fenced yard. During the Showers of Love event running through the end of April, dogs older than six months of age are available for adoption for only $25, and Missy just makes the cut for that special. An appointment is necessary for potential adopters to meet Missy, so call this number for more information. This is a very special number you need to call. I've never done this before for a dog. Call 214-742-7742. Now, that's a very awkward way for me to get a dog adopted. Let me just tell you that Missy is beautiful. I'm looking at a photograph of her, and I want to encourage you to go to this website, this web address, that's spca.org slash findapet, and look up Missy, M-I-S-S-Y, and you'll see how lovely she is. And uh, then you can call that number. That's 214-742-7742. Uh, for more information on how you can set an appointment to go see Missy. So it's kind of a three-step deal. So it makes it, it's kind of hurdles for us to get Missy adopted, but she's worth it. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Missy has been spayed and microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. The SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton, is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. And uh, that's what we're talking about with Missy. That number again, and, and they are protecting their animals. This is a, a, a bashful dog, kind of shy. And uh, so they want to protect her from that standpoint. 
and I respect that immensely. Good for them. It's uh, 214-742-7742, so you can set an appointment time to go see Missy. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet, one word, and then you're going to enter the name Missy, M-I-S-S-Y. You can visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. So let's get her a nice home fitting for a a lovely uh, girl who is uh, a little bit on the timid order, and I can imagine she would be. That's Missy the dog, and uh, won't you please help her find a loving home. So I hope that will will work. And uh, the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and uh, I have the wrong ad copy. I've got everything wrong here, so let me... uh, let me see what has happened. I think I know what has happened. I think I've laid stuff back on the wrong stack is what's happened because there is my printed page for Missy, and there is the sponsor, Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They're great, and they'd love to have you come in today. What I said to them, I met with their people on um, on Wednesday, my wife and I drove to their Wilmer warehouse, their million-square-foot warehouse, and 33 of their owners were there. We got to meet with them, and I got to tell them that what I tell you uh, is that next time you go into an Ace Hardware store, take a look. Count how long it is, how many steps you take before you're greeted, and then try that at one of the big national box stores. See if you ever get greeted. It's just really neat about Ace Hardware. And then they will put you in touch with the person who can best help your needs. Ace Hardware. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Two cubic foot bags for fifteen ninety nine. Save $3 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only twelve ninety nine. a limit of 60 Beautify your potted flowers. The miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months. Protect against over and under watering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than basic potting soil so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants that are twice as large versus unfed plants. That's miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix and it's uh, uh, only $12.99 with your Ace Rewards card, limit of 60 Ace is the place where you're talking to neighbors, people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. First call up this hour is Darren in Temple. Darren, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me okay? I do indeed. Thank you. Excellent. Um, we live in a, a new home that was built in 2008. It was new then. We did the foundation plantings of dwarf burfords and just really looked great. But uh, we had about six or eight bur- dwarf burfords on the east side of our house. There was a hackberry that was sort of overhanging that area, and it just grew beautiful for about 10 years, all of the plants there. I planted a dwarf, excuse me, a, a Japanese maple. And it was kind of by the air conditioner, and it died out. I tried to keep it watered, but I assumed it was just too much airflow for it. Anyway, that died out. And then pretty soon, the dwarf Burford right beside that started to sort of dwindle. Um, and then I had to cut out that hackberry because it was hanging over the house. And then in the last several years, all of the dwarf Burfords on this side of the home um, have turned yellow. You can see some green veins, but it, the leaves all died back. We'll get some new growth in the spring that's kind of, it's right at the trunk and the tips of the leaves look, I mean, the tips of the stems look terrible. Um, And now even my spirea that I had on that side of the house is kind of going. It's, and the whole area just looks a little bit light green. So I, I tried putting iron on it about a month ago and I haven't seen much change. Um, I just am at, a, at my wit's end. I, I just have no idea what's going on. It's the entire side of the house. 
the regular Burfords and some dwarf Burfords, Spirea, and even the grass just doesn't look great on that side of the house. And I'm at a loss. Any ideas? It does sound like iron deficiency, to be candid. And um, so I would, I would worry about that. Um, I don't know of any disease that is going to attack dwarf Burford hollies, certainly not in that manner. Uh, you have two options that, that would be uh, possibilities, would be severe iron deficiency um, and, uh, and drought. And uh, I don't know of anything uh, else that's uh, likely to do that. So I think probably you need to, um, what, what is the soil like? What is the soil oh. like in, in your neighborhood, just in general terms? What was it like when the house was built? Oh, I can tell you. It's, I've got four inches of black, it's going to be four to five inches of black, <clears throat> black gumbo, just black clay. And beneath that is just solid rock, basically, that white, hard white rock. All right. I think the the plants. That's what I kind of figured. Uh, for folks who are not familiar uh, with with the the way the Blackland Prairie works, it pretty much follows Interstate 35 uh, from uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area all the way down uh, 35E, all the way down to San Antonio and beyond. And uh, it, it's just kind of odd how that how that happens, but it it you can just kind of count on it, and. Um, Temple has some very shallow soils, and that's exactly what he's talking about. Um, so, as a result, I think you're I think you're seeing severe iron deficiency, not caused by the black clay soil, but caused by the lack of depth of the black clay soil. You don't have enough of it. It would be all right. the The problem is that caliche underpinning, and you get down toward uh, toward Austin. There's some really shallow soil there, and there are outcroppings in your area that are very shallow. I think that's what's happened. Um, if you had the chance to rework the beds, if you're going to end up taking the dwarf Burfords out and the Spireas out and, and rework the beds, if there's any way to do one of two things, the easier one would be to raise the beds and bring some soil in and get more depth to it uh, so that the, the new shrubs that you plant would have more of a reservoir for nutrients and for iron. Uh, the other thing would be to take out some of that caliche and get some soil down farther. You just need more depth than five or six inches of soil. That's what's That's happened gradually. I was, hoping, yeah. I was hoping those dwarf Burfords could, I thought they could live in solid rock almost. So No, they can live in black clay soil, which is asking a lot of any shrub, and especially hollies. They're they're the most durable of the hollies, but, but even they will say, you know, uncle enough They've run out of root room. They're 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 pot bound because the pot consists, in their case, of of the the layer of black clay soil on top. You're doing right. the right thing by adding the iron. I guess you could you could just keep doing that. You put it on pretty early. They weren't able to assimilate it uh, that early. Right. It was still too cold. So you could try this year adding iron and nitrogen. But I think you're kind of fighting a losing battle. Let me ask you another question. Are you pruning the dwarf Burford hollies repeatedly at a really low level? Never. Okay. Never touch them. All right. That's good. Uh, Sometimes people prune them so much that they weaken because of it. Um, You're doing the right things. And and all I can say is stay the course or uh, start over and and just do a a different job, a a better job of uh, preparing the soil. I have one planting of dwarf Burford hollies at our house that is in a a soil embankment of uh, soil that was dredged up when our house was built. It's not, it's not caliche, but it's just not very good soil. And now 35 years later, they're kind of yellowed. And so I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Your, your plants are doing just a little slower, slower pace, but I, I, I feel your pain. Oh, it's painful. Hey, I and, appreciate and, your time, Neil. And oh, the yeah. and the spireas would do it faster. They are more sensitive to iron deficiency. I don't remember what you told me, but my guess would be that they showed showed the problem first, and then the hollies. Is that right? No. They, well, the spireas were planted later, so they were okay. they were years years behind. It was just a kind of you know. It's I, I'm almost I'm certain sorry. That's exactly yeah, I'm right. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. All well, right. Good luck well, with it. I appreciate, appreciate the your time. call. Yep. Good Thanks, luck. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Good you. Good luck. Bye-bye. All right. All right, John and San Antonio, I'll come to you next. And I can help you. I can help you. I can help you. He wants to know if there's anything similar to Kentucky bluegrass for Texas and for South Central Texas. Uh, so South Texas. Uh, let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. 
and um, encourage you to get it because it's going to cost you thirty-two ninety-five, and that I think you will find to be a really good investment. All it takes is two or three decisions that you make based on things that you learn in the book. That's all it takes to pay for the book. And I think you'll make a lot of decisions based on what you see in the book uh, that will save you money. So that's, you know, that's part of it. But enjoying gardening and being successful in gardening may be a whole lot more important to you than just flat out saving money. It took me a year to write this book. I've been doing this uh question answering and working for extension service and all of that educating the gardeners of texas for all of my career since 1970 and it's all reflected in this book i think you'll find and and i self-published this book so i could have the book the way i wanted it this time my old cowboy boot book done in 1982 and 91 never was the way i wanted it and so i just sat it out and decided that I wanted to hire my own editor, Carolyn Skye, and graphic designer, Cindy Smith, and let us three be the, the, the trio that put this book together. And I'm really happy with it. We're in our sixth printing of the book now, and uh, I could decide that it would be printed in Texas, not in China. I'm really happy with that because it allowed me to go to all the press checks, get the color exactly the way I wanted it. Cindy and Carolyn were fabulous to work with, 344 pages, 840 photographs. It's a hardback. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a calendar I've never put in a book before, 48 pages of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray, all the plants in your landscape and garden, four pages per month of things you need to do in that month. Chapters 3 through 11 are incredibly detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Lots of charts, detailed charts to help you make right decisions, right selections. Now, the book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. And uh, this is a, a price, a sale price limited to the fifth printing. When I run out of these books, the price will go to $38.95. It is currently $32.95 for the fifth printing. And uh, so you need to jump on it while you can. I took, uh, took possession of all remaining copies of the fifth printing this past Tuesday, five days ago. I will sign your book as it sells. I will mail them Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. And uh, so there you are. So here are the two ways you can order it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You can call my office Monday through Thursday, tomorrow through Thursday of this week, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for Lent and Easter, in person and online. We have devotionals, Bible studies, service opportunities, and worship services. You can find those at our website at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed, and all are welcome. Thank you, Tommy. We have been watching online, and you are welcome to do so at sharingtheheart.org. The 1005 service streams online. We are going back to church. We have set out the pandemic, and we are going back to church. I have some trouble with vertigo, and I'm not able to broadcast at home right now because the ISDN line is no longer there. But we have decided to give it a try. And so we're we're looking forward to that very, very much. Advanced Foundation Repair. And uh, when they called me 26 years ago, almost 27 years ago, and said, we'd like to consider you, uh, have you consider us as a sponsor. I said, well, I'd like that very much. I don't know anything about foundation repair, and I don't know you guys. Could you give me a list of 15 customers for whom you've done work? And they did, 15 homes for 
whom they had done foundation repairs. And I started calling those people, and uh, they were legitimate customers. There was no, it was just right off their list of people that they'd worked for. And those people loved them. I mean, they were so happy with the work that they'd done. It was affordable. It was done quickly. It was done well. And I am now on that list somewhere of the many thousands of people for whom they've worked. And uh, they did the same thing with our house. They did it quickly, did it affordably, and they did it well. And they'll do the same for you. The home inspection to determine if you have foundation problems is absolutely free, and it's very thorough. Advanced Foundation Repair, 26 years, 26 and a half years I've told you about them. Here are the ways you reach them. You can go to the website at foundationrepairs.com, plural. Foundationrepairs.com. Better yet, call them tomorrow. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you. Good advice, Sarah. Uh, speaking of advice, I want to give you the advice, a couple of things that you need to do. It is okay now to fertilize your lawn. The time has come. The soils are warming, and you need to use a fertilizer that has no middle number, no phosphorus. We don't need any phosphorus in our soils. Soil tests from Texas A&M have shown us for some years now that we should not add phosphorus. It can become I don't want to say toxic, but it can uh, get to a detrimental level. I think that's probably the best way to put it. So don't add a fertilizer that has anything. Uh, it's, it's hard to come up with a ratio when you have a zero in the middle. But uh, uh, And you do not want to use uh, ammonium sulfate or ammonium nitrate, 2100 or 3300. Uh, you want to use something that is a high-quality fertilizer, you'll have a third to 40% of the nitrogen in slow-release form. If you deal with a really good nursery or hardware store or feed store, they'll know what to show you and tell you, and they'll help guide you to a quality fertilizer. It doesn't have to be horribly expensive, but it needs to have slow-release nitrogen and no phosphorus. So those are the important things, and this is the time to fertilize your turf grass. And John and San Antonio, please stay with me through this one news break, and we'll get to you. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, leaders in the community, leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, leaders all the way around. I met Mike Wisnand as he helped many of our exhibitors set up their booths, at our All Texas All Garden Show back when I had that, and uh, he was bringing in beautiful stone for them. And the next thing I knew, young Derek Wisnand was helping his dad. He was probably not even in school yet. Well, now Derek is highly involved in their business and a leader in their business. These men are revered in the Nursery and Landscape Association industry. And uh, if you need a referral to somebody who can do you a great installation job of the great stone that is bought at uh, Whiskey Stone, they can they can make that recommendation because they know all the good contractors. 22 acres of stone. Let them show you what they have. Take photos of what you are trying to accomplish. Uh, take uh, measurements of your uh, lawn, your landscape. And uh, take photos of of other landscapes uh, that have done similar things to what you want to do, and they'll help you plan it. They'll tell you how much to buy. They will show you everything that you need to know and uh, help you help guide you they can deliver anywhere you can hear me they oh by the way they will also suggest 10 to 15 percent overage on your purchase just to make up for the odd shapes that stone comes in whiskey stone at 4501 east loop 820 south in southeast fort worth open monday through saturday 4501 east loop 820 south phone number is 817-429-0822 Whiz-Q.com. It's Whiz-Q Stone. News Talk 820, WBAP, FM 99.5 HD2, and WBAP.com. 
All right, and let me quickly tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens. It is my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email. It comes every Thursday, just a little after uh, 6 p.m. You'll get five stories, a featured plant of the week, a featured question of the week, and gardening this weekend. But you have to sign up for it. So go to neilsperry.com, take a look at it. I think you'll sign up for it. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. Join 80,000 other gardeners. And E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. Russia is preparing to renew its attack upon Ukraine. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. Chevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction has closed HOV lanes both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. A construction project also blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes in both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today, partly sunny, windy, warm, high temperature, 90 degrees. Tomorrow, much the same, mostly sunny, but with a late day thunderstorm or two possible. Tomorrow's high temperature again, right around 90 degrees. Right now, 66 in both Dallas and Fort Worth. Ukrainian forces are digging in. Russia's bringing up more firepower ahead of an expected showdown in eastern Ukraine. Military experts believe a full-scale Russian offensive could start there within days. Pope Francis opened Holy Week this morning with a call for an Easter truce in Ukraine. The Pope celebrated Palm Sunday Mass before crowds in St. Peter's Square. First time he's been able to do that since the pandemic began. A Texas woman's been arrested for allegedly performing an illegal abortion on herself. 26-year-old Lizelle Herrera was arrested on murder charges. Her arrest comes seven months after Governor Abbott signed into law the controversial Heartbeat Act, which bans all abortions in Texas once a heartbeat has been detected in the fetus. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed on the latest with the Russian war on Ukraine. With News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5, FMHD2, and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. It's my pleasure right now, my indeed pleasure, to tell you about Arborological Services. Every time I tell you about this fine company, I think about the trees in your landscape and how important they are to your landscape. If you have trees that mean a lot to you and to the value of your home, you owe it to them to contact Arborological Services. Sure, there are other tree service companies out there. Sure, there are other good companies out there. I don't think anybody, however, measures up to Arborological Services. I don't know of any other company that has two Arborists of the Year. For the state of Texas, they have three. I don't know of any other company that has 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists running their crews, 12 foremen who are are at that level of licensure running their crews. Maybe they are out there, but oh my goodness, I'm certainly not aware of it. These people are head and shoulders above of the others, above the others. And uh, they have 10 international, uh, they have 12 plant pathology majors, horticulture majors, forestry majors, college degreed men and women. These are the people you want taking care of your trees. They have an 11-time, I know nobody has this, an 11-time Texas state champion tree climber, and that's uh, Miguel Pastanez, who has even won the North America tree climbing championship. 
Oh, my goodness. These are the great people. Your trees deserve that kind of uh, uh, care because they represent the biggest part of the value of your landscape, which represents a significant part of the value of your home's resale value and just for the recreational value of your home and how much your family enjoys it and, and energy savings, etc., etc. Let them take their, bring their magic to your trees. Arborological Services, 866 866- Five five two seventy two sixty seven eight six six five five two seven two six seven. They are serving the Metroplex, and uh, that is their service area. They have a toll free number, but that's their service area. It's the only place they they're they're a local company serving the local area. Eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. On the web, it's arborological dot com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. Texas Premier Roofing Contractors, since 1986, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They did our roof four years ago. We are thrilled you will be, too. If you have been involved in recent hail and wind damage, and uh, the wind uh, uh, pattern that came through the Metroplex, even as recently as earlier this week, you need to contact Wortham Brothers. Let them come out and do that uh, that roof inspection. There's no charge for it. They'll be happy to help you, and they will be happy to tell you. If there is no damage, they'll tell you. That's what they did with us about two weeks ago. We had had hail in our area, and I thought, you know, it's right on the borderline of whether it's big enough to do damage. And uh, they went up on our roof and they said, nope, don't see any damage at all here. No problem. Thanks for calling. And uh, so that's the way it is with Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. They've they've done more than 100,000 roofs in north central Texas. Oh, my gosh, that's that's a lot of lifting, a lot of roofing, a lot of work, and a lot of great Uh, and satisfied customers. There are customers who have moved two or three times, and each time when they've needed a new roof, they've done what they did the first time, call Wortham Brothers. The phone number for Wortham Brothers is 972-562-5788. A second-generation family business, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you very, very much. And we go finally to John in San Antonio. You are a very patient soul, sir. How can I help you? <laughs> well, I, I waited long enough, so I figured I might as well wait. <laughs> yes, sir. How can uh, I help you? I used to live up in South Dakota, and uh, we had a Kentucky bluegrass type of grass up there, and it was just a beautiful lawn. I moved back down to Texas here, and now all I get, got is weeds and Grass burrs. I'm just wondering if there's a, a, a similar type of, of grass that will grow in, in, in Texas here with all of our heat and everything. The closest would, thing, would John, is zoysia. And a lot of folks in the San Antonio area and up toward Austin have turned to zoysia. Of course, uh, St. Augustine and, and you guys are using Floritam a lot, which is a, a, a selection of St. Augustine. A lot of people have turned to it. Um, and and have used it for decades, and and it is still a grass that I like a lot. But but uh, because it has some issues with chinch bugs, it has some issues with other things. People have wanted an alternative, and zoysia has become a popular grass. It is grown. I don't know if it's grown in South Dakota, but it's grown up into the Midwest. Uh, so it's it's not unfamiliar to people from colder climates. Zoysia is. The variety Palisades is one that is pretty well respected across Texas. There are other good varieties okay. also, though. If you get to a good sod yard uh, in San Antonio, they can refer you to several zoysia lawns that they have sold and, and, and maybe even installed, and you can go look and see what you think of it. Well, uh, I got kind of like a sandy loam. It's kind of got a little bit of clay in it, but it's mostly sand, so it's mm-hmm. a reddish sand. And... uh 
like that other guy, I've got uh, Kalichi about 18 inches down. That's that's far enough. That won't be any factor at all. You should have no problem. Okay. Okay. But but look at the zoysias. The the the, the um, uh, let me just give you a few of the positives and uh, just a couple of thoughts. Uh, zoysias are slower growing, so you don't have quite as uh, frequent a mowing responsibility. Uh, they are um, finer texture than than Saint Augustine. Certainly, almost anything would be. Uh, they are not as fine textured in most cases as uh, as Bermuda is. Um, I would. Uh, uh, I, I'm very fond of zoysias. I don't have any currently. Uh, they they need a, they need intermediate sunlight between St. Augustine and Bermuda. They can't tolerate as much shade as St. Augustine will. Uh, they can tolerate more than Bermuda does. Um, there are some varieties of zoysias. Emerald is one that's been around for a hundred years, and it is still used pretty often. It's a finer textured uh, type. There are a lot of different types of zoysias, and so uh, if you go to a really good sod yard and uh, and ask them what are the best zoysias for my situation exactly, they can give you some guidance. Um, it is more expensive because you only plant it from sod or plugs, and it's going to be slow to cover. I would suggest solid sodding. But it has it has a lot going for it. It's a it's a very pretty grass, um, and it, it is dormant in the winter time. It turns brown, and it's and that's a very big difference from what you were used to with your Kentucky bluegrass, um, which remains yeah. green through the winter. Zoysia is the first one to turn brown with cold in the fall, and it's the last one to turn green in the spring. It's it's the last grass to green up in the spring. Okay, and. Uh... <clears throat> It's it's kind of a uh, little bit uh, bigger than Bermuda, but smaller than carpet grass. Is that is that correct? Yeah. If if you're if you're referring to Saint Augustine as carpet grass, which yeah, most people yeah, are, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think okay. you'd like the texture. Take a look at it. Like I say, ask the ask the sod yard. Look for uh, sod vendors. Go to an independent retail nursery and ask them for a, a referral to. Uh, a, a good sod yard, the best sod vendor in your area. Um, up yeah. on the north side, Millburgers is uh, is is a good one for all of the above. And ask them to refer you to several zoysia lawns by address, and just drive by and look at it and see what you think. There is lots of zoysia in San Antonio. Okay, we we got a really good nursery there, Fanning Nursery. Oh, Fanning. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. They'll be happy so, to help you. That's multi-generational. Yeah. That's a well-respected yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. They've been around 50 years or so. I know that very well. Yes, sir. Okay. They had a, they had a sign. They had a sign 45 years ago when I was in Phoenix, and, and I love the sign. It said, guarantee plants, our plants. No life on this planet is guaranteed. How can we guarantee our plants? I love that. That's a... That is the most realistic comment I ever saw, and, and I love that attitude because that's a fair statement. You know, everybody yeah, wants but... a guarantee on their plants, but who's to guarantee that the guy's going to water it when he gets it home? <laughs> anyway. Uh, speak, speaking of which, how much water does this grass take? Uh, is it is it kind of like Bermuda? It's is really tough? It's tough. It's not as drought tolerant as Bermuda. If it gets too dry, it'll it'll suffer. Uh, Bermuda is is our most drought tolerant grass. It's as drought tolerant as as uh, buffalo grass is, and a much better okay. choice. Um, oh yeah. I know your aquifer is always a problem, but I would uh, I I would it's it's more drought tolerant than Saint Augustine is. So that that's a okay. that's a win for Zoysia. Okay. All right. I enjoyed the call. I appreciate you. Thanks for calling. Take care. All right, we'll go to Charles in Savoy, east of Sherman, and we'll just do that right now. Charles, two people called back-to-back asking about bagworms in cypress trees. You're the first, so you you, you won the prize. You get to go well, on the air. <laughs> thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I've never had them until last year. They came in August, I guess, somewhere in there, July, August. If the that's, little ones are about an inch and a half long. Yes, sir, and that's in uh, bald cypress trees. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're they can be on any cone-bearing plant, and they even will show up on live oaks and sweet gums and some other trees. 
And I learned something last year. You'd think I would have learned most of everything, and I find out there's a ton of stuff I haven't learned. Um, there are different species of bagworms that really do prefer different trees like sweet gums and live oaks. Uh, so this may be slightly different from the bagworms that get on our eastern red cedars, but the cone-bearing trees uh, are really prone to bagworms, even bald cypress and certainly Leyland cypress and arborvitaes and junipers. Um, well, they did a whole lot of damage. Well, and they they did. However, the good news is that with a bald cypress tree, it's going to lose its uh, needles, its leaves every year anyway, so it's not as damaging. Bagworms are not as damaging to bald cypress as they are to the others that I mentioned, like uh, uh, like arborvitae or junipers, because those plants, when they get stripped, don't have much ability to come back out again. They'll kill a whole a whole plant or half of a plant. With your bald cypress, it will it will put out new uh, growth this spring, and the only thing that you have to be worried about, and it's a fairly minor thing, is that where the bagworms have attached to the to the branches, the little twigs, they're going to girdle those twigs. Those those little fibers that they use to attach the bags are really durable. It's like like nylon thread, or like fishing line, and uh, as the little twig gets bigger, it will be girdled and and will eventually die from that point out. It's no big deal because it will just sprout out another branch right behind it. But uh, you need to watch. And this, this year, uh, uh, probably during June, that's usually the time that the moths emerge. It, it's a moth that lays the eggs, and then the bagworms develop out of those uh, eggs. Uh, usually all of this starts in June. And at that point, you'll want to be able to spray for them if if that's something that you're able to do. Sometimes I've still got a bunch of the old ones still hanging in the tree. Are those dead? Or they have the eggs. The moth is uh, well. They they don't have eggs. I'm sorry. They have the uh, the the moth, and it is now uh, uh, pupating. The worm is pupating into the moth. I'll get this right. The life cycle. The uh, the the bagworm is in there, and it is now changing into the moth. The moth will emerge, fly, mate, and lay eggs. And so uh, probably it's worth your while to pull those off before the moths emerge. Oh, if my gosh, these them, things are 40 foot tall. Then you can't do anything about it. There's nothing that will get into it. There's no spray that will penetrate. You just have to you have to take your lumps on that and be ready to spray this year. You'll have, um, you, may have to, you may have to have somebody with a power sprayer do it for you. Please hear what I'm saying. They will be very active in June. You don't wait till late summer. You need to get them when the the bags are very tiny. They'll be uh, all the size of a pencil eraser, and the little worms, the little larvae, will be much smaller than than the uh, at the outset. You need to watch for them very closely. They'll be pulling those bags behind them as they feed. That's the time you spray while they're actively moving and feeding. Once they tie themselves to the twigs. They go into the bags, and they're protected. You can't get anything to them to kill them. You must do it while they're feeding, not after. You have about a three-week window in there in which you can kill them. The bags that are still hanging are the ones from last year. Yes, sir. Are they They have the moths. They are, they oh are pupating gosh. into the moths. There's nothing you can do about that at this point since they're so high. Hey, i got to run, but that's, that's the life cycle of the bagworms. And you need to be watching in June this year, June or early July. You start watching probably in late May, and you just watch carefully. And when you see them feeding, that's the time to spray. Bacillus thuringiensis will control them. BT, any garden center or hardware store, uh, can help you. Feed store can help you. Um, there are other insecticides that will kill them. In Almost any insecticide will eliminate them while they're feeding. Once they get in the bags, won't work. Got to run. Appreciate the call very much, Charles. All right, let me tell you about my book. And uh, Betty and, and Karen, stay with me. I'll help you with Sky Pencil. We must talk. Uh, stay with me, please. Fifth printing of Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, thirty-two ninety-five, while supplies last. 
I have to clear out all remaining copies of the book to make room for the sixth printing, which will be $38.95. That's going to be the regular price. This is a sale price to get these cleared out as quickly as I can. I've been hoarding these since October when I was told there was a paper shortage. I was told about 10 days ago, hey, King's Axe, paper all has arrived. Book is back on the presses. We'll have it at the bindery within the next couple weeks. And uh, and and then you'll have your books uh, mid to late May. Oh, great. I ordered them in October, so we'd have them for spring. That's why I've been hoarding the fifth printings. Now, suddenly, I don't need the fifth printings, and I need to uh, get these to you. Thirty-two ninety-five, and uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. They are exactly the same word for word with one exception, and that is up in the first chapter where I talk about the weather. I do have two paragraphs, two paragraphs that address the winter of uh, the, the, the cold of February 2021. That's the only difference, and you live through it, so you know what it was about. So satisfaction guaranteed, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It is a hardback, and it covers every aspect of outdoor gardening, and it's lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardens for every county in the state of Texas. I sign your copy as it sells, and uh, of the 75, almost 75,000 copies sold, no request for refund yet. Uh, you buy it not from Amazon. You buy it not in stores. You buy it either by calling my office or by going to my website. The office phone number Monday through Thursday this week, 800 752 GROW. 800 752 4769. And uh, the website, this is the better way to order it, is directly from my website at neilsperry.com. N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, Foundation Repairs. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, thank you, Stuby. Let me tell you about Baylor Scott and White Health, and let me uh, tell you how much they have meant to our family for many, many years, 17 years. They have been important in our family's life, and uh, they need to be in yours as well. They do so much to help so many all across the uh, the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and gosh, what is it, half of the state of Texas now as they have merged and grown. They do so much good for the people of Texas. I'd like to take some time to encourage you to say thank you to the workers, the frontline workers of Baylor, Scott & White. They are the ones who now for 25 months have been out there sticking their necks out, trying to help us get through the pandemic, and we need to say thank you. We kind of lose sight of the fact that they have been out there every day working as hard as they can, never giving in, never settling for good enough. It's not been easy protecting us against COVID. It's not been easy in many cases because we made it hard. We can do so much better. We can wear masks. We can get vaccinated. We can get our booster shots. I heard the other day that less than 50% of Americans have had their, their third shot, their booster shot. Some of us have had our fourth shot, 
And, you know, that's just a, it's a personal decision. You have to have that uh, commitment. But I am a believer in modern medicine. I'm a believer in the Baylor Scott and White healthcare system. And uh, I listen to my doctors. And when they say, do this, Neil, that's not the place I want to argue. I am grateful for what Baylor Scott and White Health has done for our family and for what they have done for so many people for so long. So please join me and, and let's do all we can to keep us all safe. And let's give a big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health. Please join me in saying thank you. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now back to Neil. Why, Stubby, I think I just heard that message. That sounds like what I said. Good deal. Two great minds working together. Let's go to Betty and Cairns. Betty, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi, Neil. It's nice to talk to you. My pleasure. I have a, a problem. I had, well, years ago, I, my husband and I came to a thing that you all had, and I think you had it in Arlington, where if you brought your house plans, and they would tell you the plants you could plant, and all that, sure. that worked out well for us. We did that. And I, so I have this house. It's a Dutch colonial, and the front porch is quite small, and so I need some kind of accent plant on either side. And the plants that I had passed away from the cold year before last. What about sky Pencil holly. Is All right, and what kind of soil do you what kind of soil do you have? Basically, it's just dirt, just black dirt. Uh, in the current is a <clears throat> black dirt town. Excuse me. All right, <clears throat> uh, sky pencil is from the group of hollies that are ilex. That's the genus of hollies, cornuta. I'm sorry, uh, ilex crenata, the Japanese hollies, and they are not at all suited to blackland soil. Oh, Japanese no. hollies do not do well and should never be sold in the blackland soil. Sky pencil is a disaster in our soils. I'm um, so glad I called you. Yeah, I am like, too. That's why I said. Right. I, that's why I said we really need to talk. Um, if you want one that is adapted to the blackland, it's going to be a lot harder to find. This is the the problem with sky pencil is that uh, and it's good in East Texas. Problem is that the big box stores get it. And they ship it nationally to all their stores, and in, in, not necessarily nationally. I have but seen over, it over in Athens. They have it. To, yeah, over half of it. over half of the United States, and and they don't pay a, enough attention to whether it's adapted to each of the stores when they send it in. Um, and and so the one that will grow for you in the Blackland is one called Scarlet Peak. Scarlet Peak. It's a it's a yopon holly. Uh, selection that is just about the same shape it's very vertical it's hard to find because first of all it hasn't been propagated as uh, as widely Uh, it is not as common it's newer there's a lot of reasons but scarlet's peak i think it may have an apostrophe s on scarlet so it would be kind of thin tall you know it wouldn't be a it is thin and tall it is thin and tall your nursery will have to order it in for you possibly but just remember that name scarlet's peak I do. Thank you so much. Atta girl. Thanks for the call. Good to hear from you. Folks, I've had a good week. We will be live actually next week on Easter Sunday. Go to church afterwards. Try to find a parking place. And I want to thank Mike Bass. Always a great job by him. I hope you have a great week, a great holy week. And thank you for listening. Until next week, happy gardening.